As kids, did you think it was weird when grown-ups would talk to themselves out loud? Like how sometimes you'd catch them mumble, even hum to nobody. Things like, "Now where did I put that thing? It should be right here." Or, "What should I make for dinner today? Maybe I should see what's in the fridge." And now, how many of you catch yourselves doing exactly that? As a grown-up, according to experts, apparently people who talk to themselves more as they get older do this mostly because they're lonely. They want to talk, but they have no one else to talk to, so they talk to themselves. Simple as that. Same goes for people who live alone. Talking to oneself isn't only good for alleviating loneliness; it actually has a lot of great benefits. Research has found that talking to oneself helps relieve stress, boosts motivation, improves performance, and encourages and emboldens oneself. It even helps to organize thoughts and improve memory. So, how about starting this week with a bit of a self pep talk? Something like, "Hey, it's a long day, isn't it? But you're doing great, and it'll get better." I'm Lena Park, and this is one fine day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. That was superstar. It was the version by Midowa Parasol. What a great feel-good way to start things off for this week of OFD. Now, how many of you guys were able to relate to today's opening? I actually have a little bit of a different experience. I actually found myself not looking at the grown-ups, thinking they were weird for talking alone, but I talked to myself all the time when I was a kid. I think I felt a little more lonelier when I was a child, and less lonely as I got older, feeling less need to talk to myself. But even if I don't say things out loud, and even if you don't say things out loud, we all have this constant, never-ending internal dialogue with ourselves. That's true, right? But there is a clear difference between just thinking it and then actually verbalizing those out loud. You know, we always catch ourselves sometimes going, "Hmm, that sounded better in my head," or "Hmm, I heard it as I said it," <laughs> because when we say it out loud, we literally hear it again and process it again with our own ears. Passing thoughts can just, you know, pass, evaporate, but when we say them and hear them, they get imprinted and stay longer. Another reason why saying things out loud. Probably does improve our memories. Now today is a hot and humid Monday, and if it's been extra rough on you today, maybe verbalizing a nice pep talk to yourself out loud will definitely be the thing to help. And what are you going to tell yourself during this pep talk? Cheer up, hang in there. It's almost quitting time, or it's almost payday. Well, share with us. As you also tell me where you are and what you're doing, because our global roll call is coming up in just a moment.
While at it, don't forget to also send in your song requests and share your sayande stories and anecdotes about anything and everything. Nothing is too trivial. Anything goes. You can message on Kong right on the message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr or leave a comment on our latest posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook at facebook.com slash EnglishKBS. If you're streaming us via YouTube on youtube.com slash KBS World Radio Service, you can leave your messages there as well. If you have a Korean phone number, you can also send a text message to SHARP8150. A regular SMS text will cost 51, and a long text or MMS message will cost 101 per text. In part two of today's show, we'll be joined by music critic Yongdae Kim for our look into the world of K-pop uh, from the outside. It is our Monday segment, K-pop Outside, so please join us for that. I'll be back with today's Where Are You on YouTube after this song break. Here is day six with Hunjamme talking to. One Fine Day is coming to you live from Seoul, Korea, where it is currently 5.22 p.m. Hello, everybody. We have a hot and humid day here, but uh, there was supposed to be rain in the news, but right now it's dry. It looks like it's going to be dry for the rest of the day. So at least that's one thing we don't have to worry about. Now we just have to try and stay cool. Right now, I am talking to you in a studio located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in Yeoido, Seoul. Where are you? Time now for our global roll call. A chance for me to find out where in the world all our listeners are and which are all up to today. Let's find out for where are you. Yulbro1317 writes, Anni, I'm leaving a message for the first time in a long while. The Changma has lasted so long that I'm sick of the rain. Now I'm even thankful when I see clear sky. I hope people who suffer damages because of the rain will be able to get back to their normal lives soon, too. Today, I've shared some guppies and pet shrimp that I've been raising for the past six months. Guppies reproduce so fast that I had too many to keep. It feels good to share, and now my tank feels freer too. I think I'll turn on the tank light and do some prumong tonight. All right. <laughs> sharing the love by sharing guppies. Well, it's definitely the key is in the sharing. Kind of interesting. Pet shrimp, pet guppies. Interesting, interesting pets. Well, I hope you enjoy zoning out to the lights of your tank tonight. 02912 says, Half, well, to be honest, 10% geared up because it's Monday. I was assigned more projects last week and now my day is full of endless meetings. But I'll cheer up by listening to your radio 
Give me strength on me. Take some strength. Definitely take some strength. Amir Jamil says hello from Pakistan. Says I am at my work now, and we have a very hot, humid day here. How is the weather in Seoul? Oh boy, hot, humid. Definitely feeling you there. I think we are having pretty much the similar weather between here and Pakistan, so we're on the same wavelength on more ways than one. Moklesa Rahman says from Bangladesh. Hello, welcome to our show. K-pop fanboy, some cute emojis in his ID says hi from Kurdistan. Hello, welcome to our show. Cooley zero one 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 says hi, Elena. Wow, I just don't feel like doing anything, but I'll still have to do my best to make it through the week. Ah, oh, see, this is where a nice pep talk out loud to yourself might do the trick. So go ahead and give it a try. P.S. I love says 안녕하세요. Grab an umbrella. Don't grab an umbrella. Grab an umbrella on a loop. I had a lot to think about the past few days, and I guess I was physically fatigued too because now I have a really, really, really sore throat. You, 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 you. The everyday routine can be quite boring, but waiting for another week. Oh no, I think this one needs another pep talk as well—a self pep talk out loud. Sore throats are, and I can tell you from personal experience. Like the worst thing.、Um, definitely try and、uh, get some relief. Maybe if you have to pop into an ENT, an EB Inukla, that might help. All right. Let's look at some song requests. We have a request from Yu Tang Nim.、It、says Nuna, Nyaseo. Monday is back. I had my summer vacation in Jeju starting last Thursday. I had a lot of fun now that COVID is over. Much has been happening, but I got to put everything down and really heal during the break. I'll use the energy I got during the vacay to pump up for the rest of the summer. Request song "New Jeans Super Shy," please. All right, super trending song.、Um, so really glad to get that ready for you. It's so nice to be kind of recharged from a holiday to you know fuel yourself for the rest of the week. It's the best thing that we can get out of the vacay, the memories, and also just a little recharge. Wonderful. Look at Louie has a message for us. Lino nyanyong. It rained so much over the weekend, but it's only a little cloudy today. I'm a little shy to say this, but today is my birthday. I'm having a great day thanks to my loving family and friends who have been wishing me a happy birthday since morning. Because I was born during the hot and rainy Changma season, every year on this day, my mom always talks about how tough it was for her to give birth to me. <laughs> a lot of people pick spring or autumn as their favorite season, but I like this lively and passionate season the best myself. What is your favorite season? I want to request Red Velvet's "Tashi Yorum." Hello, sunset. All right. Well, congratulations and happy birthday! I'm so glad you're having a wonderful birthday. It is truly one of those days where you do have the opportunity to get a little love, right, and remind yourself who are those around you who are thinking about you. So that's always super nice to be thought of and appreciated, and also.
your mother with the story of the hard, difficult birth. It's definitely a universal thing, I think. Personally, I like the summertime, even though it's really hard to get through some of those summer days here in Korea. But for some reason, there's nothing like summer. All right, let's listen to these two songs back to back now. First up, New Jeans with Super Shy, followed by Red Velvet with Tashi Yorim, English title, Hello Sunset. That was Red Velvet with Tashi Yaram. Hello, Sunset. A nice chill song to, I don't know, maybe enjoy the sunset with, especially a summer one. Before that, it was New Jeans with Super Shy. YS Angeli32 says, Anni, annyeonghaseyo. I have a free day today. My summer break started last Friday. Today is the last day. I could have a longer break, but I wanted to take a break in July and in August. As much as I love to rest, I hate how lethargic I get when I rest too long. So, I try to rest moderately, frequently. If I had to go to work today, I might have melted. I made myself some neng soba for lunch at home. I loved the combination of crunchy veggies with cool noodles. I have to get back to the life of a worker and tomorrow, but I'll play hard today. Ooh, nothing like some cold soba on a hot summer day. One of my favorite menu items, that's for sure. Well, enjoy your wonderful moderate break. It's actually really, really good advice. If you actually have a choice about it and you have a flexible schedule, that's kind of a nice thought to just take little breaks all throughout frequently instead of that one big long break because it's true it's a quick slippery slope to ultimate laziness and then not doing anything and then what do you know your big long break's over yes next time i have a big long break i gotta remember your advice very good yubi niko says lina annyeonghaseyo i have a break until this thursday i was debating what to do for this break since a month ago i ended up not making any plans I did enjoy a bit of a yashik with wine last night for the first time in a long while. I have to be out and about in August, so I decided to reserve some energy by just resting and watching movies. Do you have any vacation plans? Ooh, uh, not really. I have work scattered all throughout pretty much the rest of this year. <laughs> But I'm hoping to maybe squeeze in some short trips here and there. So hopefully we'll get some a little traveling in, a little more traveling in. Here I am, 02303 says, 안녕하세요, DJ Lina. Did you have a good weekend? I went to Tongyang over the weekend. It was my first visit to Tongyang and also my first time seeing the ocean this year. The sea is always good to see. 오늘도 화이팅입니다. Oh, I've heard a lot of good things about a little nice trip to Tongyang. Maybe that'll be one of my little small trips this summer as well. So thanks for the inadvertent recommendation. And I'm glad you had a wonderful time seeing the beautiful ocean. All right, we have a song request from Siti Abida, who says, Hello, DJ Lina. 
you want to request NCT Dream's Yogurt Shake for this afternoon. Thanks and have a nice day. Well, I hope you're tuning in so that you can catch your song request, because here it is right now, NCT Dream with Yogurt Shake. Boat's going crazy. Me up in somewhere. Me up in you're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. More messages to get through to. A couple of messages um, regarding, well, one regarding the, today's picture. Jisoo Kim 0801 says, when are you going to start eating? Oh, I've started. <laughs> Tepe Wern regarding our opening says, well, I always talk to myself. Sometimes my husband thinks I have gone mad. But I talk to myself to remind myself to do something. I'll say things like, hey, payworm, have you washed the dishes? And I'll reply, oh, yes, I have done the dishes, etc. <laughs> yes, I mean, I think a lot of people do this, and I think it's much more normal and common. So uh, I know a lot of us are can definitely relate to you. 내정절 says, 정연 누나 안녕하세요. Finally, 장마 is winding down and the heat is coming back. Starting last week, I've been working at the kitchen within a lab at a big hospital in Seoul. I spend five hours chopping up carrots, onions, green onions, and other veggies. And then after that, I have another serving part-time job in the evening. I worked in the kitchen while serving in the military, so it must have shown that I know my way around the kitchen because I was told to stay in the kitchen instead of doing the dishes today. It's hot and tough, but fulfilling too. Be sure to stay healthy, Nuna. I want to request your song, Onuriramyeon. Oh, wow. Definitely fulfilling and important work that you are doing, right? We really appreciate everybody who has those little jobs that are so vital and crucial. So I hope you don't lose too much um, energy, and that you have a lot of energy throughout your busy work days. All right, we will listen to this song request. It's a nice one that I haven't heard in a while, so kind of a nice little throwback request for our next song break. It's one of mine. It is me, Park Jung-hyun, with 오늘이라면, The Day Will Come. Not entirely. Two different songs from two different parts of the world. It's like they belong to a parallel universe. It's time to listen to a couple of songs that are seemingly nothing alike, but actually somewhat similar in one way or another upon closer inspection. One K-pop track and one non-K-pop track. It's Parallel Universe. Now today, we're going to stick to the theme and listen to a couple of songs about talking to oneself. We will start with the K-pop song, Hwasa Hanbam by Hwasa. Of course, the title is a play on her own name. It also literally translates to A Splendid Night. 
But the in- official English title given to this song is "Just Talking to Myself." Hasa, of course, is one fourth of the talented girl group Mama Moo, and now a beloved solo artist in her own right, known for her fantastic voice, amazing performances, and great songwriting skills. This song was released as a single in 2022. It was written as the opening track to a music program that she had hosted. Now here is a bit of the song's lyrics. I wonder what your color is. I wonder how you'd look at me. My eyes shine bright. You want to come along? I want you, babe. Let's get out of the pressure. The present is radiant like snow on the beach. Don't worry. Put your records on. I'm in love. Cheers. All right. It sounds lots of positive things going on in this song. Super cute. As for our non-K-pop song, we will listen to "Talking to Myself" by Singaporean R&B trio BRB. The band's website describes them like this: Formed in a home studio in central Singapore, BRB is the product. Of what started out as a passion project between three like-minded individuals and their love for R&B, hip hop, and soul, they made their debut in 2018 and has since been known for their nostalgia-tinged 80s and 90s style sounds. Their song "Talking to Myself" was released as a single in 2018. It was later added to their debut studio album. Released in 2020, the song goes like this: You know, I can't stop thinking about how you keep on missing what's not me, what I could be. Late nights have got me feeling like I should keep on listening to the streets turn out the heat. I can't make magic taken for granted. Can't say it's over, lover and I. Keep talking to myself lately. Keep talking to myself. Hmm, I wonder if this case means that maybe they're feeling lonely because they're talking to my themselves. Interesting. Let's listen to these two songs back to back right now. Hwasa Hampam, just talking to myself by Hwasa, and then talking to myself by BRB. That was BRB with talking to myself, and before that, Hwasa with Hwasa Hanpam, just talking to myself. Those were the parallel universe songs of the day. Coming up in part two of the show, we will be outsourcing some outsiders' outstanding understandings of the outrageously complicated world of K-pop, with help from music critic and ethnomusicologist Youngdae Kim for this week's K-pop Outside. I'll be right back with part two after one more song break. Here is a song requested by PSI Love, Isungyun with "Kume Gotcha" or "Shelter of Dreams." <laughs> Oh, so. 
Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. In just a moment, we'll get an expert outsider's view into the world of K-pop with music critic Youngdae Kim. So don't change that channel. But first, a quick song break. Let's listen to Angmyu with their song Naka featuring IU. The world of K-pop is ever-changing, ever-evolving, and you think you're keeping up, but all it takes is a blink of an eye before you find yourself playing catch-up. Fortunately, we know some folks in the know, experts who can help us stay on track by sharing their well-trained views from the outside. It's time for K-pop Outside. K-Pop Outside is a segment designed to help us keep up to date and learn a little bit more about K-Pop from an outside point of view. Now to share his expert views, we have music critic, ethnomusicologist, and author Youngdae Kim joining me in the studio. Welcome, welcome. Happy Monday. Hi. Uh, (laughs) Since the world of K-Pop is ever-changing and uh, ever-evolving, I think I'm keeping up but um, yeah. I'm not perfectly sure. Not sure? You know, I, I felt I think that you, of today. all people, are the most caught up yeah, of I, anyone I know. I think I am. I, I hope. But um, I think you are. Sometimes a reporter would ask me mm-hmm. about a new group, new songs, you know. Um, and you would be like, I don't my know My opinion. On, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? It happens. It happens. It happens? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if that happens to you, it, then it what about me? <laughs> I'm, I'm in trouble. <laughs> But, I don't yeah. really care about that. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, sometimes huh. it, it's it's not really a big frustration because I mean, no. it, it can happen, right? That's um, true. It is. I mean, that's just how fast <laughs> ever changing it is. Right. Yeah. They, Pretty crazy. They they would always ask me, "What what do you think about the, the, that song? Yeah. Particular song? Um, you know what? <laughs> I haven't, I haven't heard it, it yet." <laughs> Oh, that's good to know. It makes me feel a little bit better mm-hmm. um, because I am definitely not the expert on all the new, ever-changing world of K-pop. Yeah. I get all of my updates from you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's a bit of extreme. Sometimes I but, know the songs way before the that's release. That's true, too. Because you are an insider-outsider. Remember okay. we were talking about that? Yeah. I, just, you know, and on any given moment, not even a day, but several times throughout the day a couple times throughout the day mm-hmm. if i go into my music app the new releases just for <laughs> yeah just for that beginning of the day yeah, and yeah. then another ton of new releases for the afternoon yeah. of that same day oh yeah how do you keep a- absolutely, up absolutely absolutely do you listen to the, a lot of new releases I, every I day have to. you I have, have to. to right that i just can't at imagine. least they must just all sound the same after a while no <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not confusing. It would even confuse me. I, think. I mean, it gets better. It gets better. Oh, well, you have better. expert, expert. Yeah, you are the expert better. ear. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> that, is, that is an interesting job, I yeah, have to but say. But sometimes, <clears throat> I, I so I have this uh, really funny episode. So I I, I was appearing on, uh, on a very famous radio show, and I was talking about very, like, 
proudly. Right? Yes. This rise, rise of this new group, new girl group, you yeah. know, global sensation and, yeah. and all that. And uh, the host would ask, so how many members? So I'd say, um, <laughs> maybe four, maybe five, not six, not six. So I, 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 I feel like I'm, uh, I'm becoming a kind no. of normie, normie K-popper. Not not even K-popper, normie. But uh, that you know, is audience. That is tough. Um, not ah. only trying to keep up with the groups, and not only keeping up with their music, which is obviously the most important thing, but trying to remember how many members in each group. And that, yeah, I would lose that game. <laughs> Have you heard of the group Black Swan? No. Okay. <laughs> Later. I'm. So, it's I'm a, it's glad. all all foreign. Young K-pop. Day, I'm going to pump up your confidence. <laughs> You're going to feel so good after leaving OFD. No, like, you haven't heard of them. No. Oh no. How many members? Black Swan. Oh my god. <laughs> Six. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I guess. I hope. Um, I love that. That was <laughs> well. At some point, there were six. Okay, but even the members' number oh. is an ever-changing, ever-evolving thing. Apparently, yeah. All right. Yeah, this is just a cute mistake. I mean, a cute... Just cute. cute. It's a cute, cute, cute kind of lack of knowledge. Is this mistake cute? Is it cute? Okay, we'll we'll wait for their answers. All right. All right. We've got lots of um, our regulars joining us uh, today and greeting you. Chong Songan, Yemin, Taipei Warren, Yubin, JAL3631. We have Kim Jisoo and Update2000, mm-hmm. all welcoming you back to our show. Youngha. Hi. Hi. Hello. Um, we have a. You prepared something special for us today. Yeah, I have very. Mm. You have a. Oh, I would say cute. Cute. <laughs> Is it a cute place? Cute try. The cute, cute contents, cute contents. I, I, I mean, you know, actually, yeah. I have to say that a couple of these songs I do actually think of as mm. very, very cute. The majority of these songs I think of as very, very cute. What do you think that this is? I don't know. Just a wild but, guess. You know, you gave us num. You gave me on my cue sheet numbers mm-hmm. beside every title of the song. And they make no sense to me. Does it me. look like an annotation on your it looks like master a, dissertation? No. Yeah, it does. It does look like annotation. <laughs> FYI. Like see footnote two. <laughs> hey, I know those annotations very uh, well. I think what Americans... Are, what was it called? The MLA Standard Guide? Um, you had to have that MLB or something like that. That book. MLA, yeah. MLA. I know MLA. I know MLA. And Chicago. Hey, Chicago style. Any humanities uh, major in the United States University knows the MLA, right? right? I think I use Chicago. <laughs> uh, Liz says that you're triggering people out here, so stop. <laughs> yes, this is it's not the most pleasant memories. Okay. Right. But anyhow. Back to... Um, um, away from our nerdy pasts and into uh, not the future of K-pop. We're actually going a little bit back into the past of K-pop. Do you know why? Because... Because Americans, they're very cute. They are very cute. They're very cute, making this kind of very ambitious, uh-huh. bold, cute. Yeah. Kind of bit annoying. Kind of a bit of an annoying listing. List. Yeah, list. They they do they a lot a list. of lists. They, I mean, it, yes, we Americans, do love our lists. They just constantly lots of lists come up with new lists. <laughs> yeah, new. And they, you know, 
especially yeah. in music. In music, right. Yes. I mean, I most mean, notably Rolling Stones, 500 course, greatest right. albums of all time. Right. Or five gr- greatest songs of all time. Right. Um, well, best hip-hop song. Right. You know, so- something like that. Yeah, lots you know, and lists. Yeah, I'm into it. Uh, but um, Especially if it's Rolling Stones, because right. they know that people will look. Yeah. Pe- people want to know what Rolling Stone thinks of. Right. In terms of their lists, I mean, most famous music, music uh, magazine. Yeah, and uh, but this time mm-hmm. they do K-pop. They uh, did K-pop. They did a K-pop yeah. specific list. Specific list, hundred. So yeah, put one hundred greatest a, songs in the history of K-pop wow. music. This just came out uh, four days ago. Yeah, so I. Uh, this is a, a their definitive list. Okay, that is cute. That is good. Because now I have to question, how much of an expert are they? That's one That's one thing. Okay, number two. A list from whose perspective? Whoa. Great. An American Great perspective? Yeah. Or a Korean's perspective? Local perspective, global perspective. You know, from, <laughs> from um, I mean, from, uh, I don't know. Yeah. So, so first of all, <laughs> okay. very simple question. Very what, simple. what is K-pop? What do you, what, what what do they think uh, K-pop there is? There you go. Yes. Yeah. Going back to the very basic. Yeah. What is K-pop? So and uh, what is included? What's not included? So how yeah. how do you how would you pick songs? Hmm. You know from uh, from what kind of like a criteria? Yeah. So it is popularity. Yes. You know critical chart acclaim, success. chart success, or a kind of historic significance or something like right. that. Right. Historical significance. True. Well, I honestly, mean, uh, hmm, interesting. <laughs> I don't really see any of that. Yeah, you don't see that. I, I mean, that's a that's very. Cool what assessment. in your professional opinion? I don't know. Do you so, make of this list? Well, first of all, mm-hmm. they made quite a good list. Oh, they if did. If it's not ranking ranked, okay. You know what I mean? Yes. Just hundred songs they chose. That's a lot of songs. They're all good songs. Okay. Not bad song at not all. Not a dud yeah. in the list. They picked, you know, kind of songs that you would might well think. Sure, yeah, that should go yeah, on the that's, list. That's a good song. I that's acknowledge a, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. But I don't really see any kind of consistency. Oh, it seems a little random. You know, critical, you know, you know whatever that it is, popularity. Like, actually, so it's hard to actually even see what their criteria was. Mm-hmm. It feels a little random. I I can see that. But it, I don't I don't know, you know, how... I don't know. It's a, probably... It happens every time, sure. especially well. Also for for us, I mean, yeah. the, the Korean Music Awards, mm-hmm. you know, the hundred greatest albums committee. Mm-hmm. Now, every time we had a lot of different kind of disputes right. and disagreements, exactly. and uh, a lot of different really heavy discussions. But we did a lot of times. Yes. we did a lot of times. So we know, we kind of know how. It's we kind of figure it out. It's been called over the years. Right. It's been right. evolving over yeah. the years. But this isn't new. The first time for them. So it is going to start out to be random. <laughs> well, not just them or us, but um, I, I kind of see a, a kind of lack of in, uh, consistency. They're uh, still newbies. Yeah. They yeah. got a, a ways to go. But, okay, but, uh, I, but I give it to, to them. I mean, sure. they're all great they songs. They all picked really good songs. Yeah, really good now, songs. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking, well, if you're going to start a list like this, maybe start small. Maybe just start with 50. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they were ambitious, and they went with a hundred. And you are gonna, we are gonna look at uh, top ten, f- top ten, yeah, list. All right. And our first song for today 
Not the first on the list. Yeah. It's our first song for the day. Number eight. It's number eight. Yeah, no doubt. This is one of the... One of the most significant hits in modern K-pop era. Yep. I think it's the beginning of a new kind of girl group. And uh, it's a... So they're... They were Blackpink before Blackpink. Right. In a not so much K-pop era. That's true. You know what I mean? Yes. So um, it's a... It's a... Such a such a wonderful song to listen to, but um, historical point of view, this is very significant leap of K-pop. Yeah, twenty one. Mm-hmm. I am the best. I am the best, or Nega Jirutanaga. Right. <laughs> such a great time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I uh, I just just I just vividly remember, you know, yeah. the the time the song came out. Mm-hmm. You know, just I mean, it was full of surprise. I mean, visually yeah. striking. Yeah. And uh, there were nothing like, you know, uh, others. I mean... There is no, no... song, first of all, <laughs> especially by a girl group. Yeah. Sure, we had some boy groups that, you know, flex. I think, like, Jack's Kiss was, like, the first mm-hmm. one that really was able to flex and right. stuff. But uh, 21 and that... And the translation, there's something lost in the nuance, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Right? Nega Jail Naga is... Literally, I am the best is the most watered down <laughs> translation of this the, phrase. Yeah, it's more like I don't know. I can't think of any way to a good English translation without cursing. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it's, right. it's, it's ultimate flex, right? Yeah, chal could mean several different things. I mean, I mean, <clears throat> to put it simply, it, it could it could be like a. In a fast-going car, it's the car right? is so. I mean, I am the fastest. Yeah, I am the I'm cruising, the top of the right? line. I, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in slang, and I'm selling well. Yes, that's true. Yeah, I'm selling well is another good yeah. one. I'm the most popular. Right. 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 Um, all very watered-down versions of the nuance <laughs> of how strong this statement was. I agree, very strong, and no one was doing it. No one could do it like Twenty One. Yeah. Very fantastic. So, number eight, 21, uh, I am the best. Kind of get it. Okay, yeah. sure. I'll yeah. give it I'll give it yeah. definitely in the top right. ten. Top oh, ten. Right. Mm-hmm. This is 2011 that we're talking about here. Right. right? Watershed moment for what we are starting to just, just think of as K-pop then. Now we take for granted. But it was the inklings of the beginning. Before right? Gangnam Style. Before Gangnam Style. Yeah, right. If you want to split. History of K-pop in yeah. terms of globalization. Pre-Gangnam Style is a pretty big deal. Yeah. Amazing. All right, let's listen. Here's 21 with Nega Jai Naga, I Am The Best. That was 21 with Negatir Jalnaga. Oh my god. I am the best. Um, you know what? I was, you know, as I was listening to this song, I also realized that this this kind of music genre style and message, it was also kind of a, opened the path for artists like Jesse. Jesse, what? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Doesn't it right. have, there's a Jesse vibe, pre Jesse vibe going on right, in here, right? Right. Tepe Warren says, this song makes you shake your butt. Yeah. It does. It certainly does. <laughs> this and bubble pop. <laughs> yeah, it just really wants. You gotta shake. GHSK Fen09 says, you know, actress Emma Stone apparently loved this song as well. She talked about it on the Conan show. And she said that she actually got to meet them when mm. she was visiting Korea. She was a huge fan. 
And I want to hear your take on this, but critic Lee Dong-jin also said, confessed, 21 was his favorite idol group. Oh, movie critic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I like him. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, 21 has definitely... A very um, special place in all our hearts. Kim Jisoo also said, I just saw an interview of Sandarabak last week and it was so Janhe, right? Mm. He says, I really wish one day we can see them all back together again. I was supposed to, you know what? I was supposed to do uh, a to new TV TV show yeah. with Sandara. Oh, really? I was supposed to, oh, but I, it got canceled. It got canceled. Darn mm. it. Anyway. She seems very lovely. Yeah, but look, look at how modern... <clears throat> The sound is yeah, it's a- everything. True. The, the the instrumentation and uh, I mean the sound overall. But I but I'm what I'm trying to say here yeah. is these uh, the voice and in the, the the rapping style. Yes, and uh, that, that that timbre and the little detail. It it still works. Yeah, nowadays in K-pop as well. I sure. mean, I mean Blackpink, G Idol, and uh, every so-called girl crush type. Yeah. Um, they they do exactly the kind of thing they 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 did twenty one mm-hmm. did back in the day. Yeah, you know of course it evolved, right? But yeah. a basic kind of template. Yes, was there already there? It's true. Uh, but even you know afterwards with girl crush groups like G Idol and with Blackpink, there no one can no one can be CL. <laughs> you know, one to me, me it's like no one can be CL yeah. and that attitude that confidence that she has um she's just yeah she's amazing yeah she's uh she's just a different yeah. different type just on on her own level right for sure and and, uh, and the fact that they're not you know consciously show you know showcase casing the um um kind of typical kind of girl vibe right you know the girl That's aesthetics right. exactly you know, of course, that was part of like a YG's sure. kind of plan. Exactly. But that that's why this kind of lyrics yeah. and uh, and and other songs, more vulnerable song, yeah. uh, it just fits in right into their their own narrative, right? It does. We're not probably we're not the kind of girl you want, exactly. but we're still the best, and uh, we do the and things. We own it. Yeah, we we do this, you know, best. You know, and than, they really do because I mean, like, others. I could never imagine trying to perform lyrics negative. <laughs> Can you even imagine? <laughs> oh, <no>. Right? <laughs> exactly. I, this is why. I mean, yes. Not everyone can do. Nobody pull said, that off. That nobody said they're self-indulgent. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. No. No self-indulgence. It's matter of fact. It's like yes. they're speaking fact. We yes. all believe it. Yeah. That's the beauty of twenty-one. And but what about Park Bom? She's she's yeah. uh. That confidence. She she she, she kind <laughs> of. I don't know. Not maybe not invented, but um, she kind of came up with that that style. <laughs> you know, it's the, hard to explain that style that yeah. everyone started singing just like her right. from since 2010 and, exactly. and and on exactly up until now. Even inspired an entire generation yeah. of vocalists. It's true. Amazing. Okay, I'll I'll injong he. I will acknowledge <laughs> sure in the top ten. Just anything by 21 right. being in the top ten does. Like you said, historically you and you in on on uh, on top eight. I don't know. It's eight, eight spots because a hundred is a lot. Lower? I don't know. Higher? There's a lot of K-pop songs. <laughs> don't put pressure on me. I just don't know. Um, I, I think eight is quite a. It's okay. Yeah, it's. I don't know. 
We're going to go up a little bit more. So now, okay. listeners, you have to also decide because we're going up to number five. So, so this is the problem. <clears throat> okay. Okay, this is the problem. This is number five, and I don't see any problem him being called as one of the greatest songs, one of the greatest artists in K-pop. I agree. But listen to his name, Cho Yongpil. Cho Yongpil. Okay. Yeah. You might think the song would be bounce. Sure. Right. It's not it. <laughs> That's the problem. Uh, or like you know, one of his many, 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 many you know songs that impacted generations of Korean fans and musicians and the music industry itself. Okay. So what the the reason I I, I you know that named the song I mean said the song bounce. Was the, the, that was the globally yeah, significant? Bounce was nineteenth album, latest hits, and probably the most significant songs for this generation. For this generation, for K-pop generation, absolutely. But they picked the song "Tambar Mori," short yeah. hair. That is that is unusual. It's a debut song, <laughs> a debut uh, debut song of Cho Yongpil, and uh, it's a very iconic song. No was doubt. Was this his debut? From the debut album. From the debut album. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, along with 창밖의 여자, 돌아와요 부산항에. But between the two, why not 창밖의 여자? Why 단발머리? Yeah, that's that's another question. But um, because why? it's not, it's not, um, a good representation. Yeah. If yeah. I had to pick one Joyong Pierre song to play for somebody, I wouldn't pick 단발머리, even though I think this is an amazing so song. So what would what would that be for? I don't know. Maybe something like um. What is that song? Chingu, Chinguyo? Chinguyo, oh, yeah. Something yeah, like yeah. that, you know, like. So, so you, you, <clears throat> you do have your own reason. Right, we have for our, it. Yeah. or like a, or Changbake Yoja. Right, right. Um, you know, uh, or something, something, anything, anything. Kochu Jamjari? Kochu Jamjari, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember the name of it. Yeah. Or Ije Gresman Jokene. Ije Gresman Jokene. For, I mean, uh, one of my personal favorite, Kodokan Runner, uh, Paramenure. Like, I mean, there are pictures. I think Paramenure is, is quite right. Paramenure by Jo Young Pier, but no, it was Tambar Mori. Yeah. interesting. I mean, it's very balanced pick. Tambar sure. Mori was a, was a hit, and it was also it's, it is definitely one of his most famous songs. What about Yohang or Donayo? Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> right? and and it's <clears throat> probably the most sophisticated song at the time, mm-hmm. Tambar Mori. But why Jo Young Pier? Why Tambar Mori and why number five? Do you want to hear what Rolling Stones wrote? They they wrote, with his whimsical falsetto, otherworldly analog synths, and major seventh chords, Tambar Mori was a revolutionary force in K-pop because it offered listeners an escape from the pentatonic melancholy of Trot. That I actually think is a little bit misleading hmm. because he had pentatonic melancholy Trot on the same album. Yeah, I mean... So I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's you, a tough one. You, 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 you decide. Need a, you need a whole new page. I mean, to explain right. all the all the different contexts. You, and Rolling the, Stones can actually make an entire list just of Cho Pure songs alone. <laughs> that's that's probably. Good. I mean, that's just how much you're scratching the surface, yeah. right? I get it, but I'm I'm glad he got number five. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm really not against the song choice here. I'm not either. I'm just. Tamar Mori is I a mean, quite iconic song. It was covered by Kungirobi later in the in the nineteen ninety five, and it was a smash hit. I think maybe oh, if this is not the only song on the list, then maybe I can acknowledge it. 
Yeah, my problem is here. So you have 21, yes. you know, Wonder Girls, sure, sure. Top 10, and then, uh, you know, BTS, HOT, Jack's Kiss, SES. Of course. Then Cho Young-pil's Tanbal Mori just, just popped up yeah. all of a sudden. <laughs> On number five. And you, you do have a lot of express. You know, explanation yeah. about how whimsical falsetto, right, you know, right, pentatonic, right. and uh, <laughs> in a new generation. I get it, but but really, yeah, okay. all of a sudden, <laughs> really, old. yeah, interesting, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a that's a fun part of this kind of like a list. I mean, you can just say whatever you want, but you know, still, it was it. This is a fantastic song because yeah. it does show. Jo Young Pier's whimsical side, yeah. and also it shows his amazing range as a musician. And no doubt, he's probably one of the one of the top ten artists, K-pop artists. That's well, true. Well, if K-pop would had be, a list, is, a, is it just a Korean popular music? Right, okay. that's true. True, true. Okay, let's listen to Jo Young Pier's "Tambalmori" short hair. Tambalmori, short hair by Jo Young Pier. This song is so addicting. I just, I love. I'm so addicted to the the um, uh, what is it? The the just the intro alone of this song. It's so I'll, fantastic. I'll do the whimsical falsetto. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Sorry. But I was, I'm was i a little shocked by some of our Kong listeners because there's actually quite a few mm. who have never heard this song before. Oh. We have JAL3631 uh, who says, uh, Super Mario? I'm thinking of <laughs> Doing Doing. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of Doing Doing songs. Uh, the, that's the, this song is unusual because of its unusual the synths a... that he was using. Now, you have to remember, yeah. this was 1980. 1980. No one was using synths. Like no, this. way or before even using synths or Korean synthesizers, electronic all. music or K-pop. Right. You know the the little story. <clears throat> so the song was super popular and one of the one of the best Jungkook songs ever. Then uh, in 1994, Gongyeolbi. Yes. I mean, uh, the, probably the most popular group at the time. Yeah. They decided to do a cover. Yes. Uh, of, of, of this song. This song. And uh, they uh, smash it. Yeah, they did a lot of different arrangements, like yeah. the funky one, yeah. disco, yeah. R and B. But the problem they had was how do they mimic, to just mimic the sound of mm-hmm, them? Mm-hmm. Dum, 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 yeah, that yeah. synth sound because dum, they dum. couldn't find uh, the the the, the, oh, the, he the sample re- from he couldn't replicate it. Modern instrument. Yes. So they uh, did a lot of things. They failed, but just before the the. I mean, before the release, mm-hmm. they found out that the original instrument to Yung used? used was in the Seoul studio. Oh. Yeah, still Seoul studio yeah. with a lot of dust right. on it. Uh, yeah. They, they, the module was still yeah. there. So they used it. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Yeah, that, that iconic. so much more boom, mad. Boom. Yeah. Um, 02912 says, sorry, I don't know this song. I guess not my generation. And then realize, oh, it was released in 1980, but there are elements that are quite modern. Yeah. Yeah. Well, very, yeah. very good. Um, Tepe Warren says, it is sounds like a Kayo era song. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So does it fit in a K-pop list? We're not sure. Kim Jisoo is laughing. And because I'm hearing the original song for the first time. Mm. And that synth sound is really addicting. Yeah. It is. It is addicting. And there's nothing like the original because that it's just, just it's addicting. It makes you feel good. Right. It just makes you feel good. Yeah, but you have to consider the time, <clears throat> the the era. I that, mean, that's was true, too. Early 80s. Early I mean, 80s. 
Korean Korean studio didn't even have an eight track mm-hmm. eight track mixer. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And this song is just so beyond. Like avant-garde, right? Yeah, absolutely. That, Just that, in the music production alone. That's Joo Young Pil. That's why Joo Young Pil is uh, such a wonderful Amazing. artist. Yeah. All right. Now that was number five. What was right above that song on this list? Now it seems a little bit more random. If in our tri- arbitrary. Okay. If if that <laughs> is really random. Yeah. It's good. Okay. But if it's not. Okay. Okay. Number four is BTS. <laughs> number four is BTS. Number five is Cho Young Pil. Then number four, four is, is BTS. BTS. Interesting. <laughs> I I yeah. I hope it's not intentional choice. I but don't. Again, yeah, I just yeah. No doubt, BTS. Of uh, course, probably, BTS. Of course, has to be in the top ten. Yeah, arguably the greatest K-pop group ever. Mm-hmm. But but you have three more songs. That's true. <laughs> Gosh. That's true. Okay, quite a quite a bold choice here. And and they went a little retro with their um, with their pick of song. I, I was I was really surprised. You were surprised to, to see the song because you would think, well, what, listeners, what is your first pick? Dynamite, obviously, because that Based was the, on... that was the one that hit all the top right. of the Billboard charts. Right. Number one, this number one, that one. You know, I, I would pick that. Right. Dynamite. I mean, historically significant. Yeah. Dynamite's the one. Dynamite. Maybe DNA. Sure. Fake love. It's not that. It's not fake love. It's not. It's not even boy with love. Yeah. No. No. It's uh, not even uh, butter. It's not the butter. longest top, top running um, on the charts. Yeah. No. Nope. It is spring day. It's spring day. I- I'm glad. Actually, I'm glad to see the song. Me too. I'm glad, but now I'm still questioning the validity <laughs> of this list. I'm. I like Pumnar because Pumnar yeah. is actually my favorite BTS song. Me too. <clears throat> like I, hands down, my favorite. What, one of very few songs that I genuinely, I, I was genuinely shocked mm-hmm. and moved mm-hmm. by the lyrics, Me by too. the mood, yeah, and the, the fact that they, they did this song as an idols. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and uh, and and the music video. Mm-hmm. You know, so so many, you know, symbolism mm-hmm. and just uh, so. So amazing, especially the fact that the song was dedicated to the to the Seoul ferry mm-hmm. d- disaster, victims, the yeah. victims. Mm-hmm. So everything about this song, it was such a, such a beautiful song. I yeah. get it. Um, yeah, but but yeah, but on this list, yeah, wh- why not, <laughs> we're not other sure. songs? Uh, if it's, I mean, okay, again, maybe I would have Spring Day somewhere in the teens mm-hmm. or later down in the list, but then have. Dynamite or butter, definitely in the top five. Maybe that would be quite a kind of you right? know best. In terms of best option, we're talking about best songs, yeah. so there can be repeats of an yeah. artist, right? So I don't know. Okay, but, but I do but, like Boom there, so but, but okay. No doubt, it's a, such a fantastic song. No doubt, I'm, a fantastic. Uh, I'm glad song. That's the true. song made it to the list. If only for other people to re- discover this song through this list, then mm-hmm. I'm happy too. Oh. Yeah. yeah, definitely one of my favorites, and we haven't played it in a while. Still a big request in the spring, but we don't really have to listen to it in the spring. Mm. It is BTS here with Pumnar Spring Day. <laughs> B- 
BTS with p o m n a l Spring Day. Oh. Uh, I think we were the most quiet during classic. this song because uh, we both really just, really just enjoy listening to it. I just classic, love this song. Classic. I love this song. Yeah. It's definitely always been in my top, my top, you know, there's my a, own top. There's list. always a song that, you know, with such a. I never get tired a, of this song. Irresist, irresistible. Yeah, irresistible. Charm, right? You know those songs that you don't get tired of? Because that mm-hmm, is just mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. hard to say. Yeah. Right? Because I get tired of pretty much every song, even, especially mine. Yeah. <laughs> especially my songs. I get tired. I just don't want to listen to it. <laughs> But, you know, before a song is even released, do you know how many times you have to listen to it? Like, a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at, at some point, you were just, you're not actually appreciating the song. You, you know, yeah. it's all the technical sure, sure. thing, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. But that's a different story because that's my song. <laughs> I'm glad Spring Day or p u m n a is on yeah. this list. But yeah. again, like you, you're pointing out today, Young Day, this list has not a lot, a lot going on right. in terms of anyone who is a real K pop fan. In terms of anyone who actually is from Korea. <laughs> I think it's a good kind of introductory <clears throat> yes. list. Yes. I think that maybe they should have renamed the list um, your 100 top songs to right. listen to in K pop yeah. if you're like new to K pop. I mean, you, you a, have a lot of kind of. It's a good gateway. Right. Little, a lot of good variety here. And yeah. not, just the, not just the dynamite and not just the. You know what I mean? So, okay. Right. Um, The next is number two, dun dun dun, and I acknowledge this. Yeah, yeah, I acknowledge this definitely. <laughs> and, and the song as well. No, because I do, personally not my favorite. Okay, but it, I wasn't this the song that really just put them on the map, made them the idol that we. Yeah, made? I kind of. <clears throat> well, because okay, so the group is H O T. H O T, and the song is first boy group. Yes, modern K-pop. Boy group. K-pop as we know it. Under the K-pop system, right? Literally the first idol K-pop. Right. Yes, boy group. And uh, their uh, iconic hit, Candy. Candy. And yeah. it was their iconic hit. That's true. They always have uh, two different sides, right? I like their more gritty side. Warrior, yeah. greedy, I like that one better. That, you know, that kind of thing. And then their Teletubby side. Candy. <laughs> They look like Teletubbies. I mean, this is the wild side. Yeah. Wild side. Wow. Yeah. I'm talking like uh, Marky Mark to the wild, <laughs> wild side. Okay, so wild side, it, it has its own lineage, right? Yes. From uh, from Chun Sai Hue, descendants of Rory, right. uh, warriors. Yes. You know, until the um, I mean, Stray Kids. Yeah. H uh, no the BTS the yes. earlier earlier BTS. Early BTS. Yeah, um, that, the hardcore yeah. early hip hop based idol BTS. Right. Yeah. And this is. You know, mm-hmm. sunshine side. Yes, yeah, sunshine, sunshine side. boyish. Um, I mean, the song is called cute. Candy. Uh, obviously, people know Candy because recently NCT uh, Dream, I think, yeah, had Dream. a really great um, remake of it. Yeah. But yes, I acknowledge that the sunshine side was more popular than the warrior side. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But personally, just my personal taste, I like the war because. H.O.T. was such amazing performers. Right. And their, their choreography, 
1995 and 1996, <laughs> I had never seen anything right, like it in right. my entire life. It was life. so shocking. It was so shocking yeah. when they were doing on the Descendants of Warriors, the, you know, with that House of Pain kind of ripoff yeah. sample, but I Cypress loved it. Cypress Hill. Yeah, I loved it though. Yeah. It was so good. But then, you know, Teletubbies, like each one of us <laughs> color coded a primary color like crayon pop. Yeah. And then, you know, they had huge mittens like they look like stuffed animals. But isn't They're it dancing weird around. For, for a lot of Koreans at the time, Korean teenagers, well, like, like me yeah. at the time, yeah. we felt that that wild side, yeah. the aggressive, gritty side, yeah. was more of a Korean boy group because of, because of Sateji. Oh, you're right. Sateji yeah. already had done it. Yeah. That's true. Because of Sateji, we, we believed that was kind of norm. Right. But for international fans, yeah. this candy side... Yes. Is normally considered as more of a boy band stuff. Exactly. Right? That's true. Like New Kids. And is H.O.T. Jackson 5. That's true. I mean, right. New Kids on the Block uh, and uh, NSYNC, NSYNC, they were all about that. Right? There are more <laughs> descendants of warriors. Right. Whoa, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, like yeah, very yeah. masculine. Yeah. Is H.O.T. the first one to do Candy Sunshine? Yeah. They really were, right? Right. Then I acknowledge candy. Yeah. It's a, I it's acknowledge a, it. It's a Korean style uh, of American bubblegum bubble pop. It became the norm now. Right. But this was the first. Yeah. And if you guys don't understand what I mean by Teletubbies, you can look up any HOT video of maybe Hengbok or Candy and you can see their uh, or fun. <laughs> yeah. They're fun crayon colored. They were like color coded like the Teletubbies. I thought they were adorable, but still, um, I acknowledge candy. You can pick your favorite color. You can pick your favorite I mean, color. But that was the whole point, that right? That was the whole point. Right. Absolutely. That was the beginning of idol fandom. Who's right your there. bias? My favorite? Hmm. That was tough. <laughs> because I have to admit, at the very beginning, I really liked Tony On. Tony On. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's listen. H.O.T. with candy. That was Candy by H.O.T. Yes, I, I acknowledge it. And also, something that I didn't realize, but listening to it, I was mentioning to Youngdae while we were listening to it. What a fantastic audio production. Yeah. And this is before auto-tune uh, was a thing. and it, it was not a fixture in every studio. No, no. But look at how just dead on their all of their singing is and that SM clean... Um, well trained, yeah. just as precise. Precise, that vocal precision. Right. We already hear it in candy. It's amazing. Uh, this is kind of a funny comment. It's the younger generation. Remember <laughs> Tambar Mori? You know, it's the first time mm-hmm. I've heard Tambar Mori today. Mm-hmm. 02912 says, I prefer Teletubbies' concept for boy groups, except for Jewehezo, Shinhwa, Dongbang Shingi, and EXO. Mm. But you know what? Uh, that's Makes because that's sense. because Shinhwa, Dongban, Shingi, and EXO, these groups specifically are all about masculine and 2PM right. too. Yeah. No Teletubby works for 2PM. Two- no, six yeah. Packs. No, yeah. no, yeah. no, no, I, no, I get no, it. right? But Shiny, yes, that works for right? Shiny, yeah. right? Yeah. NCT Dream, of course, it mm-hmm. works for NCT mm-hmm. Dream. More Cheongyang. Bright. Bright. Yeah. Like you said, Sunshine. Yeah, Sunshine side. <laughs> right. Tebe Warren says, Today's songs are so upbeat, and I love it. It's perfect for Monday blues. Maybe that 
is one good use of this list. Yeah, yeah. It's a good primary like introduction to the most popular K-pop songs for maybe those who are still not familiar with it. You know what? As we as we <clears throat> listen to these these songs yeah. and the exchange messages yeah. from uh, from our audience, yeah, I respect this list more. A little bit more. <laughs> That's good news. This is actually a good not list. Not a bad list at all. Not Except for the fact you got number five with Tanbal Mori. With Tanbal Mori. Okay. I, but I mean, I'm 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 not really on board with number one, <clears throat> which is our last song for the day. But GG. I don't know. <laughs> You know, there's the there's G anti G of all Sun Yoshida fans. I think some people love it, some people hate it. Right? There's uh, like a this G. Are you G? Or are you not G? Right? But, but you know what? I finally see a, a sort of. So I see why they mm-hmm. picked this song as number one. That you do, okay? But this is very interesting reason. Right. I think for them, yes, for foreign. K-pop fans right. or foreigners or or foreign K-pop journalists right. or critics, mm-hmm. this is the song they fell in love. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This, this is was... the first song, one of first songs, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But the most iconic song. They started to believe that hey, there's something about K-pop. There, yeah, there's something about K-pop. This was the gateway song. Yeah. For most of these critics, probably most of these writers and, personally, and it, it makes sense because. The f- probably the first in-depth article mm-hmm. about K-pop yeah. from the major outlet right. was the New York uh, New Yorker. Yes, s- 2012 article about K-pop. It, right. it was called Factory Girls, oh. and the article was about largely about girls' generation. Sonia Shite. Yeah, because they, they were genuinely shocked mm-hmm. by the fact that there's so many beautiful girls in one group. It was like a you know the whole candy box that okay. you can you can choose your favorite flavor. You choose your favorite yeah. character. And yeah. the song like is a, great. Like an animation. The dance was great. That's true. Looks amazing. Right. So that that was a really shocker, and I get it. So number one, okay, I I I have my own number ones. Yes. Pro- probable number ones, yeah. possible number ones, but this with their own. I mean, the the reason I I think that is, okay. This, this might be number one. In Rolling Stone's perspective, yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. <clears throat> and if, and uh, some uh, some choice quotes that uh, Liz is picking out from us from Rolling Stone's publication itself. They said, this is their justification, mm-hmm. like no other K-pop song before it. Now, mm-hmm. this we have to maybe say yes or no. Like no other K-pop song before it or since it is the pure distillation of the giddiness of infatuation. I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure. Uh, maybe not before, but definitely since. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, hello, dolphin. A lot. <laughs> <clears throat> dolphin already. Yeah. Tops G for me. This enduring hit overflows with rapidly repeated syllables. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every utterance becoming an onomatopoeic, onomatopoeic expression of joy. I see. But, uh, but but here's uh, another, well, may, maybe not really a problem, but uh, here's my question. So, is it about the group? Is is it about the song? Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Because I can agree with Sun Yoshide being number one. Okay. But I don't agree with G, because mm. I feel like it's a great song, but they have so many 
other songs that are more musically sophisticated. That's interesting. I, we we right? can spend a whole, whole I know, whole we can do a whole... Sonyushide can have their own list. Okay. But personally... Number one, Girls' I Generation. Think, I think Sonyushide is a much more a superior song in terms of musically speaking, their debut song. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, Wonder Girls? Who? 21... No, I'm th- I'm only talking just oh, like okay. girls' yeah, generation okay. songs. Uh, yeah, she. Right? Well, these days mm-hmm. I think uh, re- retrospectively, retrospectively. Um, into the new world, uh, 다시 만난 세계 yeah. is considered as most kind of significant songs, debut songs. Historically significant, yeah. yes, absolutely. And uh, it and, means a lot to these days. And never on um, any top 100 best songs of K-pop. Done by Korean industry mm-hmm. will not put G as number one. Yeah, right. It'll be on there. Yeah, that's true. But you're right. I think it's from Rolling Stone's perspective that this was the gateway, the song that started it all yeah. for them. A second generation girl group, yeah. well, second generation K-pop, yeah. uh, globally yeah. popular songs. Mm-hmm. I could name two, two, two songs. Sure. I mean, Nobody by Wonder Girls. Wonder Girls and G Girls Generation. Right. I, I see. So okay. Yeah. That's true. Wonder Girls is also another big kind of a gateway song as well. So. Sure. Interesting. <laughs> Listeners, do you agree? Do you not agree? Even if you don't or you have no emotional thoughts about this new list just released by Rolling Stone, at least at the very end of the day, we had a really fun playlist. We can do this again. We can totally do this again. Yeah. You know what, what I'm interested in is what is 100? Yeah, yeah. What is at the bottom of their oh, list? Oh, maybe I can... Pick some some very interesting choice they okay, made. Okay, like why is this on one hundred? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm also interested. What was at the bottom of their list? Yeah, like, sure. Okay, fine. We'll just put it in there. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Here's G from the Girls' Generation taking us out. Thank you so much, Young Day. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow. And the girls.